Hello and welcome to Talking Diversity with the three C's. I'm Carly. Oh, I'm Cindy. <laughs> and I'm Charlotte. <laughs> Today, in honour of Human Rights Day, we're going to be talking about, well, the importance of human rights, but more specifically, the rights of the child. Yeah, so as Carly said, today's Human Rights Day. And do you know, Cindy, putting you on the spot, why is Human Rights Day on December the 10th? I don't know. <laughs> Tell me more. Could you guess? 10th of December, 10th of December. What might Was have happened on day... this day? Was it the day that the UN Declaration of Human Rights was written? Absolutely spot on. Yeah. Top marks for Cindy. Yeah, so the 10th of December is the day the United Nations General Assembly adopted the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. And fun fact, the most translated document in the world. Absolutely right. It's in over 500 languages. So there's absolutely can, no excuse to have not one. read it to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so do you know what date that that was uh, adopted? That's another putting you on the spot, Cindy. I actually think I might have swatted up a little bit on this before. Uh, 10th of December, 1948. Yep. Boom. Pushing <laughs> it today, Cindy. So we know that today is all about human rights and as every day should be. But what are human rights? That's the question of the day. And more importantly, do young people that we teach, um, do the people that we care about, love, do our colleagues know what their human rights are? And that's the really, really integral part of today is making sure that we each go away a little bit more clued up about what our rights are, how to access them and why they're so important. Mm -hmm. So I ask you, Carly, what are human rights? That's a very good question. <laughs> human rights are rights that belong to each of us that can't be taken away. What are human rights, Cindy? Mm, okay. Uh, they are a group of rules that we put in place to uphold social, economic and cultural values, whoever you are. Yeah, and I think, put simply, they are just the basic protections that everyone has. Yeah. Worldwide. When you're born, you're born with them. First and foremost, do children under the age of 18 have rights? Well, you just literally said that you have rights from the moment you're born, so I think that the answer to that is a yes, but the bigger question is, do children know that they have rights? But as a teacher, I would say that majority no or not in um probably the sense that we're talking about i think that they probably do know certainly some of the things uh, on the rights of the child that, or i think that they could guess at at what they would be kind of protected by but i don't think that they would sort of be informed on the issue shall we say so for those listening that don't know about the united nations convention on the rights of the child that was enacted in 1989. So really, it's not that much of an old piece of work, but it's a really, really important piece of work. There's loads and loads of different places you can go online to read more, 
if you just Google United Nations Convention on the Rights of the Child, you'd be taken to various different websites, including the United Nations website, UNICEF's website, Amnesty International's website. They're three really good ones just to get you started. Um, if you want to dive a little bit deeper into the history of the right, human rights going all the way back to the Magna Carta in 1215, then you can go to a website called eachother.org.uk and they've got some really cool infographics. So if you just click, go to that website, click infographics, you can just select whichever infographic you want and they've got a really great one that's just simply titled Everything You Need to Know About Human Rights and it's all there in a, a really nice visual infographic way that you can print off. You could have those in your schools, you could have those signposted around, you could share them on your social media, for example, that would be a really good way on Human Rights Day to simply share a piece of information to other people. But Cindy, where else can people find uh, lovely, gorgeous posters uh, on the UN Rights of the Child? Uh, I think they could go to www dualfrequency.co.uk I love when she and says www because <laughs> she misses off the third w every time do I <laughs> just go to www.dualfrequency or www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.
a ludicrous question to answer. Human rights are fundamentally the the basics of being a human, like what are the absolute necessities that we need? So therefore they're incredibly important to have a more equal and fair society. Um, so human rights are really, really important. They're the foundation and the cornerstone of making a civilised society where we should try and be good human beings, really. And can you tell us how can we use the curriculum to teach children about their rights? The curriculum can be used in lots of different ways to teach about human rights and it's maybe not always through the most obvious of channels. Um, obviously you've got PHSE and personal development sessions that centre around citizenship and you know emotions, physical, social, um, how to get on and be a good human in the world but there's also lots of other subjects, English and history and science and geography are all ways that we can learn about the wider world, about different communities, um, and about why we have human rights and why they're, you know, they are incredibly important. So it's definitely something that should be thought about across a really broad curriculum and not something that's just shoehorned in in one place. Um, we need to understand where they come from, why they're important, where they, you know, why we've got them. So yeah, I think it would take human rights should be embedded across a curriculum rather than just one thing by themselves. How do you empower children to know their rights? Empowerment comes through education and that's why education is incredibly important and always will be. The more that we can teach children about who they are, where they come from, why the world is like it is, how it's run, who runs it and bring them up to be human beings that can question the society in which they live in. Um, that all brings about empowerment and there's not one single subject that does that. That again sort of relates back to having a really broad curriculum and students understanding and knowing where they come from. Um, I, I didn't talk about arts and music but there's lots of different ways that we can empower our students through but the, the fundamental thing that I think is education is absolutely key. And every teacher in whatever subject plays a part in that, in educating these children about what their basic fundamental human rights are. And um, that from that, we can build on bringing up great citizens, active citizens, people who want to go out into the world and make a difference. If you're a teacher listening and would like to take part in a future Teacher Talk segment, then just click subscribe, get in touch with us. We would love to hear from you. I think one of the things that we could talk about is uh, how we can perhaps incorporate um, ideas like this that perhaps don't feel like they fall into a specific school subject how we sort of address this in the curriculum. And I, I think it sort of has such scope really to be used in different subjects. Um, I think it can be uh, very much taken down the creative route of artwork. I mean, we've seen some great artwork, haven't we? Uh, that represents the, the different articles on the rights of the child. We've obviously created our own. Um, I think that exploring how these rights are perhaps represented in literature, speaking from an English point of view. Uh, from a history point of view, of course, you've got um, 
experiences of the past that perhaps have been learned from and have helped to forge this document. Um, so many different subjects and possibilities really as to how that can be uh, incorporated. I think um, it's, it's worth remembering that. Oh yeah, this, I mean, it, it's December and we're just seeing now all of the resources out there coming through that are Christmas themed. So I saw a maths worksheet that had transformations with Santa sleighs and like reindeers that you would have to move through a 90 degree angle and things like that. So you can get really creative in how you interweave human rights into any subject. Um, and you can go even deeper. It doesn't just necessarily have to be about the United Nations Convention on the Rights of the Child, which we've talked a lot on today. But the Equality Act is such an important piece of legislation that is, is really in its infancy, only 10 years old, that would empower people, does empower people, and that we want young people to, to know that it exists. And they don't. Mostly. They don't. And I, I learned very late on about the Equality Act. It was a few years into my, my current role. And I have been there for 10 years, but as a lesbian woman, how how I how did I not know about an, an equality act that impacted me in a massive way in terms of protecting me and protecting me in terms of the services that I access and protecting me from discrimination? It's so important that, that we're all aware of the rights that we have, so that we can navigate the systems that we live in with dignity and fairness. I think that people and young people especially probably don't necessarily realize its existence because I think that whilst you're talking about um, being protected from discrimination when you are accessing services, I think that for a young person, because they live in a world where inevitably they see an awful lot of discrimination and probably experience an awful lot of discrimination, sometimes you don't necessarily feel like you are protected from it. Um, certainly socially but it is absolutely the case that that as charlotte said services have to protect you based on those characteristics and that's why it's important to know your rights maybe it's worth clarifying what actually is the difference between human rights and children's rights is there a difference well we all have human rights and children are born with human rights but the reason that the Children's United Nations Convention of Rights of the Child came into effect was because otherwise children were seen as almost as if pro property or an appendage to the adults in their lives, when the convention is all about giving children their own unique set of rights, acknowledging that they need special care and protection and makes the, the adults and governments responsible, service providers, communities responsible for the care of those children, it, it holds them to account. That's the difference. Yeah, so I, I suppose maybe to, to put that simply, is it a case of children almost need, um, whilst they have the same human rights, they almost need additional protection because they um, are more vulnerable? Since the conventions... Um, since the convention, child deaths under the age of five have reduced by more than 50% in the last 30 years. So, and, and I'm, I'm reading this from Amnesty International's website, and the numbers of undernourished children in the world have almost halved. So it's really powerful, the effect that 
that these articles have the level of protection that's mm. afforded by them um shouldn't be underestimated and again i think you know it's worth thinking about uh yeah did you know that about 10 percent of the world's children are not legally protected from corporal punishment for example i think it's to your point about the protection of children it's important for us to remember that children are more vulnerable than adults. They are less capable of speaking up for themselves. They are minors. Uh, according to UNICEF, approximately one in four children under the age of five, some 176 million globally, live with a mother who is a victim of intimate part partner violence. So that fact in itself tells us why children need further support and more support than an adult might. And I think if you're a teacher, you, you know that, like fundamentally, you know that children need advocates, that they need people to fight their corner because more often than not, they can't or don't know how to do that for themselves. Not yet. So final thoughts on human rights and more specifically children's rights, everybody. Children are people and have rights within themselves as as people under the age of 18 i think it's important to make sure that we understand what a child is yeah and it's anyone under the age of 18 that there should be fighting for it would be in order for children's rights to be effective children need to know them in order for children to know them the adults around them need to teach them cindy final thoughts we're all part of humanity and sometimes I think that we need to remember that first and foremost. And my final thought for this episode would be I'm now going to go away and do a bit more research, a bit more reading um, and teach the children in my family about their rights so that they can learn about it from today. Absolutely. And that's it. We're all learning. We're all just constantly learning.